So, Sam, it's the uh, cliche April Fool's Day. All right. You know? Don't worry. Song has nothing to do with that. It has to do with what we're drinking tonight. Because I'm inspired by the words of Calvin Bordis Jr. I, you got You lost me. Rolling down the street, smoking in dough, sipping, sipping on gin and, and juice. juice. Yes. Let's start the show. <laughs> there you go. That must be Snoop Dogg's real name. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the LBC's original gangster, Samuel Graham. What up, what up? <laughs> how we doing, boy? <laughs> Not bad, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I love football this week. Me too. <laughs> um, we are recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends. And should you want to chat with us, there is many ways you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Sure. On the, all the uh, social... Uh, medias we are at du football show and then du football show at gmeezy.com <laughs> at gmail.com you I, see I what i did there i see what you did there, there very good go. <laughs> show. uh sam and myself both work in the wine and spirits industry and both have a deep passionate love for distilled spirits so as the red-blooded americans we are we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and Every show, Sammy, we are uh, going to switch it up a little bit, and we're going to yeah. go on this run for the next month, which I'll explain in a moment. But you go right ahead and tell us what we're drinking. Absolutely. So, uh, welcome spring. Let's start there, um, because we are now drinking gin. Uh, Hendrix gin, uh, to be start us off, I guess, to uh, to be the first one here uh, for, the, for this run of, of binge drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hendrix is from Gervin, Scotland. Uh, comes in at 88 proof. Um, they basically invented craft gin making. Um, they were the first ones that kind of really toned down the juniper and got everybody away from the industrial gins of Beefeater and Tanqueray that are very, very juniper heavy. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, I love a London <laughs> to, dry. To quote another one of our yes. favorite shows. Uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. Yes, I yeah. know. All right. I'm making sure you're keeping up. I'm with you. Um, they use 12 botanicals uh, in this gin. And then they infuse it with the essence of cucumber and rose, making it very light in style with an amazingly refreshing undertone uh, at the end. Um, and for those that don't know, uh, and I'm sure Sam's going to get into this, but uh, juniper is that kind of Christmas tree uh, taste, that pine tree taste. Um, now, it is legally necessary to use juniper making gin. Um, however, I don't know that there's a defined amount of juniper that you need to use just that you need to use it yes um with gin by regulation it has to be distilled over 190 proof much like a vodka so you're making a grain neutral spirit right um after you do that distillation you then do a distillation where you run it through a vapor chamber the one botanical that is required absolutely positively has to be juniper has to be juniper you can put whatever the heck else you want in there which is going to be fun as we uh go on this little gin and tonic adventure is you can line up 10 gins in front of somebody and not a single one of them are going to taste alike. Yeah, absolutely. But for many of the brands that we're going to have this month, um, Hendrix kind of paved the way for those to exist. Absolutely. uh, To exist, which is pretty cool. They also, the reason I'm not going to be here in two weeks, which we'll get into at some point later, is um, this is one of my brands and they were gracious enough to offer a program um, where through our growth in our territories uh, with the brand, we got to win a trip to Scotland. And I was one of the ones fortunate enough to do so. Fortunate, yes, but it was my Took blood, a lot sweat, of hard and tears. Work. Yeah. yeah. I actually did do it um, pretty much myself. It was great. Uh, and with it, um, as we said, we're doing gin and tonics. We have Navy Hill 
which is a soda and tonic water blend, uh, mm-hmm. which I personally have never had before. Um, it's um, actually from um, Richmond, Virginia. It's ooh, a cool. pair pair of ladies that uh, were always going out to drink, and whenever they would drink, they would always drink vodka tonics, but they'd cut it with soda water. So, uh, you know, just because tonic has that quinine that can be really bitter. Um, so they cut it down a little bit. And I thought since we were going with a um, more delicate style gin, we would go with a more delicate style tonic. Uh, for those of you who do not know, well, most of you wouldn't know because unless we're personal friends, um, Daddy is a gin and tonic fiend. He loves the gin and tonics. We love our whiskey, but, but <laughs> Houston loves the G&T. After, as as we go from winter into spring, and you get that like first 45, 50 degree day where you're just lying to yourself and you think spring's here, so you go running outside in shorts and flip-flops because you're like, it's warmer than 20. Yeah. I start drinking G&Ts like it's going out of style. <laughs> yep. My wife also loves G&Ts uh, as well. Huge fan. And uh, one of our favorite summertime drinks is she'll take a lemonade, um, and fresh strawberry and fresh basil, soak it for 24 hours and make a fresh strawberry basil lemonade um, and then take a fifth of gin outside and we invite all the neighborhood kids over to run around with our kid in the alley mm-hmm. and we shoot him with the hose uh, during the summer. <laughs> and normally us and the other parents go through about two-fifths of gin while we're standing there. <laughs> Very good. Luckily, everybody can walk home in our neighborhood. You know, Graham, you can dress it up however you want. That's still gin and juice. Uh, you know. Well, the... Repping uh, the LBC. The... <laughs> The the um Lower Baltimore City. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is quick wit, my friend. Well Hey, done. you know what? Fuck the show, I'm out. I gotta go. It ain't gonna get any better than that. I hear I hear you kiss Stanza. You had your best moment. Yeah, You're like, I gotta go. I'm done. I gotta go. So um, um, we're gonna we're the, gonna drink gin and tonics this whole this this whole month. Maybe a little longer too. Yeah. Um also, by the way, uh, because I didn't give you that information yet, it should be found between thirty four ninety nine and thirty nine ninety nine uh, at your local liquor store. And a uh, couple of things when drinking gin and tonics, uh, for the love of Christ, use good tonic water. Do not buy the giant ninety nine cent tonic water. <laughs> buy good tonic water; it makes a huge difference on the drink. And the other thing is also make sure your tonic water is chilled. This also applies for any cocktail, like a rum and coke. Have your coke be chilled in the fridge. It makes a huge difference on the drink. So, uh, Sammy, let's have a great show. Yeah, let's do it. A little harder to do there because it's uh, you know filled with liquid, not a normal yeah high ball. Doesn't have glass. the air there. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So TNTs are so good. They are. <laughs> Um, this bottle ain't making it through the show. I'm just letting you know that. Yeah, I figured. Um, so the top two are unchanged. Both sides got three points. One with ease. The other one just needed to play Spurs, apparently. Manchester <laughs> City 2, Fulham nil. Liverpool 2, Tottenham 1. Uh, we're going to make this real simple on the first match. Uh, City win a training match. Really nothing left to say. Expect them to do this against the bad side for the rest of the season, right? Yeah. Um, the one bright spot, though, is Fernandinho came back, played the last 30 minutes or so. Uh, That's after huge. Il- Ilke Gundogan uh, started in that position. Didn't play poorly, but he didn't really have anything to come up against him either. Um, he didn't need to tidy much up because Fulham were absolute garbage, Yeah, uh, as we ex- uh, expect. Um, Bernardo Silva had a great first goal. Aguero had the other goal, was actually onside this time. Um, Fulham <laughs> didn't even muster a shot on target. Um, and City never got out of second gear, but they didn't need to. No, they didn't. They 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 really didn't. It was just 
they they walked all over him. Yeah, they absolutely. Just, they walked all over him. You really let's. I mean, like I said, we. That's it. Fernandinho coming back is huge because yeah, they're going to the... need they're going to need him for when they play Spurs three times in a row. Uh, obviously, two of those being Champions League games, and they're going to need him for when he plays against United. Yep. Other than that, that's the big takeaway. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That team is is ready to go. Yeah, Liverpool. 100%. You can, Liverpool. You're going to need to win the rest of your games. Yeah, they are. It it looks that way. Unless, I mean, no, they'll still need to win the rest of their games. Yeah. I mean, you got the Manchester Derby, but nobody else really to come up against City. Like that's if they play the way they did, they're not going to beat them. Yeah, precisely. Um, so Liverpool kind of pulling an Everton. They look amazing in the first half. Hugo Lloris kind of pulling a Pickford. Yes, very true. <laughs> That, my friends, is a dig and a good one. I'll give you credit for that. I had another one that I texted you over the weekend during the game uh, that I really want to get out there because that that mistake by Hugo Lloris at the end, and we'll actually get into it, but uh, from that was the Spursiest thing that Spurs has ever Spursed. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, but like I said, they Liverpool has an amazing first half, bossing the game, completely in control. Great goal from Firmino. I want to know what Hugo Lloris was doing for that goal as well. He kind of jumps to his right, but I don't think that that was ever on. It was always going to be a flicked header. Um, now, Firmino did generate a lot of power, but it was very central in the goal. And if you watch the, the replay of it, Lloris kind of jumps to the right, right, plants his feet, and then he can't bring his, his momentum back <laughs> left to save it. It was very odd. Um, Larice is prone to mistakes. That's oh, something yeah. he's always. It's always gone with him. I mean, he'll he'll make some amazing saves, but then he's also oh, prone yeah, and, to and former, the occasional gaffe. Former guest of the show, uh, our boy our, our boy Mark, mm-hmm. uh, the Tottenham supporter, uh, texted me um, after today's match, mm-hmm. saying, "Well done." And then I asked him. I said, "What happened to Larice?" He said, "He's past his sell by date. That's the end of it." I said, "Yeah, but even that with the the mistake, even Petr Cech wouldn't have done that." And yeah. he's prone to a gaffe these last two years as well. Um, you know, he's retiring. So I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I think Hugo Reese, 10 months ago, won a World Cup. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and and he did well doing it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like he wasn't getting challenged in matches. He was actually so having I don't to make know saves. What, yeah, I'm not really sure why this is happening uh, to him. But two mistakes in the same game is is pretty bad. So, so like I said, uh, first half ends, Liverpool has completely bossed the match. Then, come out the second half, not only a credit to Spurs, Spurs took the game to them. Spurs changed their formation, started putting pushing Danny Rose up the sideline a little bit, really kind of forced the outside backs of Liverpool to stay back. And, like, they really took the game to them. But it boatloads of chances as right. well. But it also started to look like it at some point where Liverpool was just like, Okay, we can't fuck this up and get a draw. Right. I mean, and lose. We can't. We like we like especially right after the goal, for for a long period of time there, there was multiple chances from Tottenham. I mean, frankly, Tottenham should have won. They had oh, yeah. enough chances uh, to the, score. They hit the post. Um, I think it was Harry Kane. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, somebody hit the post. Uh, they had Musa Sissoko's chance, which uh, that w- apparently he just did not want to shoot that ball. Well, I th- no, he didn't. He has no goals this season in the yeah. in the Premier League, and Van Dyke played it perfectly. Um, Musa Sissoko is right footed. Uh, he was running down in that left channel, yep. um, kind of straight on goal. You also don't want to get in the way of your goalkeeper, 
It's going to deflect off you unless you block it out right back towards the center of the field, which is difficult to do. So he played the pass, right, that was on Tasson as Sissoko was running down the field. Yep. Sissoko couldn't get rid of it as he wanted to, as you saw. But as he got near the 18, Van Dyke kind of closed down the space a little bit and forced him onto his left foot. And then he blazed over ridiculously. <laughs> yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was terrible. It was like Virgil just flat out went, you know what? You do it. If you're going to score, you're doing it with your left foot. Yep. I, I dare you. But play, Son obviously is a much better goal scorer than Sissoko. Oh, oh, if so you always Sissoko wanna, gets that ball onto Son's foot, that's in the that's back it, of the net. Yeah. It's, without, a, without a doubt. It's over Tottenham wins. So he played, he played, the, uh, he played the pass perfectly, so, so Sissoko couldn't get it over there. And then, as you say, closed the space down a little bit to make sure he was on his left foot. <laughs> And uh, give Allison the best chance he had of saving it. Stayed out of the way so Allison could see it the entire way. Didn't matter because Sissoko put it in Rosette. Yep. It was terrible. Um, but you know, now we talk about the gaps that that um, Spurs had at trying to score, but also credit where credit is due. Van Dyke gets in front of a ball. Robertson had a phenomenal match, including that block. Oh yeah, I mean Erickson. It was that that was going away. It was in. Oh yeah, it, it was a in. wonderfully measured cross uh, to to open the scoring for Firmino, and then as you say, that block uh, from Erickson laid on where Allison could only parry the shot uh, back into the middle. Um, and I, I think you're right. I think it was Erickson that met it, and Robertson got out to him quickly. Yeah, got his boot to the ball, and uh, <laughs> it ended up going wide of the goal. Also, did kind of that uh, the, the the kind of the smart move where he. Turned the body, made his feet wide, and kind of turned himself away from the ball so that in case if it was right at him, it wouldn't hit an arm. It wouldn't even give an option for right. a ref to call a handball. Yeah. He just kind of he he, he almost made, he did made like himself a, bigger without using his arm. Exactly what I was about to say. He and pulled also, a goalkeeper. He well, made himself yeah, bigger. The other thing he did was was in turning his foot in that manner. Um, it's not going to caroon <laughs> off if it hits his heel that way. It's going to kill it, right? So even if it deflects towards goal, it's not going to come with any real pace. Where if he turns the front of his foot and it deflects off his instep, that's going to change the direction, the flight mm-hmm. of the ball, but it could also still have pace on it and um, and would have made it very difficult for Allison. And but he didn't do that. It was it was a brilliant piece of defending from the young Scotsman, uh, Scotland's captain in their yep. uh, last uh, last international. Maybe the youngest captain they've ever had, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to throw that out there. Uh, well, typically they go with their captains will be somebody in their 30s, so yeah. not too hard for him at 26 to be uh, the youngest captain, right? Is he 26? I think he's 26, ah, yeah. I don't know about that. I thought it's, he was younger than that. Uh, see, uh, 25 or 26, he's right up there, because when we were talking about young, young players last week, I didn't put him on the list because he was over 24. On purpose? Really? Yeah, because uh, he was over 24. I only Maybe went with players who were under face. 24. Maybe he's just baby face um, then. But uh, I swear I thought he was younger. So then we go to the last few minutes of the match. And, uh, you know, you got to hate it when a ball just turned 25. Yeah. You got to hate it when a ball hits a goalie, you know, right in the middle of his hands. You know, the place where he wraps his hands around the ball and holds on to it. That's the worst spot ever to kick a ball at a goalie. (laughs) Hands down. No doubt about it. That was just, I I mean... (laughs) The the own the own goal. Okay, you know, fine. The guy, you know, it, it was. Uh, I had nothing to say was, about it. It was Vertagen Vertagen uh, trying to turn around and kick the ball away, and he just kind of mishit it, and it 
and it rolled into the back no, of the No, it was Toby Alderweireld. Oh, okay. yeah. Alderweireld. The, well, the other Belgian. Right. With the same haircut. But, but the, the, I mean, you can't put that on the defender. All he's trying to do is just get it off the line. Well, what I was confused you know? about was the seemingly little stutter step that he had. As it came off of him, it was t- trickling very tamely. I don't know how Larice didn't react to it. Yeah. But then also, he kind of moved towards it, tried to, got ready to kick it, and then planted his left foot again, and then tried to shuffle towards it a third time, and it was already in the back of the net. It was very odd. Hold the fucking ball, and that's not a problem. Yeah. End the story. And it was a tame. Header it wasn't from that Solid. hard. Yeah. It wasn't that hard. It, it was wasn't that big of a absolutely deal. Absolutely something. I, I mean, as a as a top class. Goalkeeper as a World Cup winning goalkeeper, catch the fucking ball. Yeah, I mean sure. it's it's kind of your job. It's not that hard. End of story. Ah, uh, yeah. So you're absolutely right. So good. I mean, good. Good on Liverpool. You found a way to get the win. This this was one. If they had ended up drawing that match, that would have been turn the lights out. It's over. That would have been Gerard slip and fall. It would have been yeah, that would have been the end because, of it. You're absolutely right. Because then you have officially you would have given Manchester City room to screw up, right? Because they still have goal differential, so they could have gone out and lost to Man United and still won the league. So getting that win really big, really, really big, and you know, you know what it was massive. The the bench coach for Liverpool was so excited he shit himself. <laughs> That's what it looked like, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. That was, I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> the whole lot of just That's whatever one that reason was. Gray is not a good color <laughs> for especially for pants because gray and dark gray are very distinct. Yes, and if you piss or shit yourself. It's quite obvious. It's very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> just too, you were, we were uh, talking with... Uh, I had to find uh, a screenshot of that for the socials. Oh, I, I, I took a screenshot and put it on our uh, on, on our chat Twitter? with with Russ. Oh, that's right. Okay, I, also, I gotta get I did back put on it, there. I yeah. did put it on the Twitter, too. I gotta, I I gotta get it on the old IG there. I put it on the Twitter and said, um, I believe the man just shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did. I, uh, you know what? I want to think he did because it's funny. Oh, it's just too. I mean, I'm sure it's like there was just the seat was wet, you know, yeah, or something no, like something that. dumb. But, but yeah, nope, nope. It's, nah, a, it's he a, definitely it's shit himself. He shit himself. <laughs> Let's talk about our side, Sammy. Yeah, why not? As we both enjoy a malort free day and the same scoreline. Hey, Arsenal two, Newcastle nil. Yeah, Everton two, West Ham nil. Yep, Sammy. Game happened today. What did you think of your boys? Uh, it started a little nervy. Um, Newcastle came out of the blocks pretty quickly, but Arsenal weathered that brief storm and then took over completely. Newcastle really didn't muster much else for the rest of the day. There was a cu- Of course, Mustafi was in the side, so there was a couple of nervy moments. But other than that, Arsenal was on top. I thought Mesut Ozil played very well. Um, actually, I even saw him track back once. Actually, I have that written into my notes. I said... Ozil buying in, question mark. Looks like it. And he actually got interviewed. He almost never gets interviewed. Yeah. He got interviewed after the match and talked about it's a you know a great win for the team. This was a full team effort. Congratulations to the team. This was, you know, it sounds like he's saying the right things. That, I mean, his I don't know if he just smoked a ton of weed on the sidelines or what, but his big bug eyes were red as shit does, afterwards. Uh, does... <laughs> He didn't do that, obviously. Yeah. Does he realize, does he, do you think maybe it's a little bit of a... Uh, 
you know, fixing public image that maybe he's he's so. lost, like he's not the valued commodity that maybe he needs to buy into a system. And that yeah, it could be, it absolutely could be. I think he's starting to realize after being out for so long. I mean, this is only his 16th start of the season. Yeah, we're 32 games in, so this is half of or 31 games in because we have a game in hand still. This was half of his, you know. He now finally crossed the. I've started fifty percent of the time. Yeah. So, I th- and we were still winning. I mean, he wasn't really a part of that twenty-two game unbeaten streak at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think he started to realize I really need to buy into this, or I'm not going to play. And then nobody came for him in January. So now I'll just sit on the bench. Speaking, I don't think that's right. Speaking of unbeaten streaks, ten straight wins at home for the uh, Gunners as well. Absolutely. Sorry, I was sipping much in a time. Oh, perfectly fine. No, um, I don't mind. No, yeah, they, uh, they've they been playing really well. The the Emirates has been a fortress. That included wins over Tottenham and Man United. Um, there was also Fulham in there, of course, and a, a couple other lowly teams. But um, There's some Champions League football in there, though, too. I mean, uh, European football, I mean. Yeah, um, they've done really well. I'm 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 really happy and 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 those European nights you're talking about we were coming from behind as well. Yeah, yeah, where you um, went out and lost yeah, at uh, lost at, lost away at, the, at uh, Ren and uh, at Bate. I was gonna say the last uh, two the times last two you rounds. were coming back yep. from behind. So they're, the Emirates is becoming a little bit of a fortress again, uh, despite the best efforts of Skodra Mustafi, <laughs> and uh, it's it's wonderful to see. It really is. Um, hey, Socrates didn't get a yellow this game. And then Monreal did. <laughs> and uh, Lacazette was getting amongst it, shoving Ayuzi Perez to the ground, which was great. Um, uh, not really sure why, what happened. Nothing looked like it was in it for real. And mm-hmm. then Lacazette just threw him to the floor. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, Ramsey had a goal disallowed. Uh, mm-hmm. Not sure how the referee saw it, but it was the right call um, for a foul on Socrates on a different player. Um, but Ramsey put the ball in the back of the net. Goal was disallowed. Uh, then... Ramsey actually scored, and it counted. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. 1-0 with a fine finish. Uh, just a measured finish to the far stick. Um, and just love it, as always. Little grass cutter hits the inside of the far post. Mm-hmm. Goalkeeper's flapping at it as he's diving down. <coughs> love it. Um, and then uh, a rare mistake from LaSalle's. Um, a very odd-looking 1-2 between Lacazette and Aubameyang. Where Laka flicked the ball with the uh, kind of the outside of his right foot about 15 or so yards away from Alba, mm-hmm. uh, well into the air as well. Abamyang jumps, heads the ball beyond. Lascelles backs off of the header, uh, which he shouldn't have done. Right, and um, got caught in no man's land. Also misjudged uh, the ball off of um, off of Abamyang's head, and Lacazette with a daft, deft. Little touch uh, oh, to yeah. lob to Bravka. Um, and I always love this too. The goal's about three yards deep. Mm-hmm. It came under the crossbar, but was on the trajectory where it still hit the back of the net without touching the floor. Oh. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> That's when you hit it perfectly. It was absolutely brilliant. My daughter was standing at the sink mm-hmm. uh, trying to make herself some hot chocolate. And I put my arms up and my head back, like so, leaning up against my couch. I was sitting on the floor typing, mm-hmm. and I uh, leaned up against the couch. She goes, what, did Arsenal score again? I was like, yeah, they did. <laughs> Why don't you put an extra packet of hot chocolate in that? Well, remember, she doesn't care. That's not her favorite team. Her yes, favorite team is. is Liverpool. She came over and gave me a big hug. We have it recorded. Your daughter said Liverpool is her favorite team. I don't know about that. Okay, you just keep denying it. But well, I, know I that remember, for I remember that 
that you have it recorded, but no, she's Arsenal through and through. Alrighty, so uh, getting into uh, Everton's match, snooze first. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, just want to say one team did. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, just want to say, and I'm about to pay some people some compliments. Settle down. Uh, had a great time at uh, Fido in DC with the uh, DC Toffees and the DC Irons um, to take in the match and have a little bit of good man- uh, banter. Uh, credit to the DC Irons. You all are a right fucking proper supporters group. You were in force. You were loud. You were singing the songs. Uh, too bad your side gave you zero fucking gonna, effort. I was going to say, um, to call me the dick if you want, too bad your side didn't show up to the party the same way you did, apparently. Uh, they, oh, they were, they, they, I mean, constantly singing. And even even in defeat, still singing Throwing, throwing jabs our way, telling us we're not playing in Europe, of which I responded, well, you're not playing in Europe either. <laughs> but, uh, That's funny. But, but very good people, um, and just like I said, a really, really fun atmosphere and a good time watching the game I'm with everybody. I'm also going to stop talking shit because I have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and buy tickets to West Ham Leicester while I'm in London. <clears throat> oh, that's the right. only professional game happening on that Saturday. Oh. <laughs> so I'm uh, going to the London Stadium to watch uh, Jamie fucking Vardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, take on West Ham, and I can't even cheer for him. I'm going to have to be very quiet and uh, uh, dress in either black, white, or the traditional claret. Ah, claret. Because I'm not trying to get my ass kicked. Mel, Mel loves the claret. <laughs> That's one of her, the claret in blue. She loves oh, yeah. it. She's That's one of her, her favorite right shirts. Um, yeah, I, Kurt Zuma had a wonderful header. Mm-hmm. That was brilliant. Um, he to just, give Everton the lead. He wanted that goal. He oh, wanted yeah. the ball. And if it wasn't for Lucas Fabianski... Um, you all would have been six nil up. Oh my God! Yes, he had three point. So, yeah, three or four, saves. just phenomenal save. One of them a double save as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It was, and that it double was save, both of him. them were inside the six. Oh yeah, it was it was absolutely brilliant from him. The game would have been gone well early on. Um, local crackhead with a rare goal. Yes, I know. Man, <laughs> man of the match too. He yeah. can go pawn that award and get himself some hair on. <laughs> That's right. I heard that Liverpool hair on the. Uh, you know, if you go to the third bench from the Everton side in Stanley Park, I hear that guy that sells it there has the best stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, no, but it it was it was great from you guys. I mean, you dominated the entire game for whatever reason. West Ham just didn't offer anything going forward. I'm um, not sure what it was. Uh, Jordan Pickford literally could have went to a rave during the game, and the score you, yeah. West Ham mustered one shot on goal, <laughs> so the score would have been two one still. Three shots total. Yeah, I mean he, Jordan Pickford literally could have went to a rave during the game or Nando's during yeah. the game, yes. and it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> yes, um, the the wingers were Charleston and uh, Bernard. Just they owned the flanks. Oh, uh, the, and the the Richarlson, uh, kind of cut back to get himself space when he crossed in for um for Bernard's goal was excellent. Well, that that was the he gave it to uh, Seamus Coleman. Seamus Coleman ultimately gave the assist, but it was oh I'm sorry, yeah, but the little space that, that he yeah. created himself was was phenomenal. As as um Seamus ran around him, honestly, I was I, Cresswell did okay on the one side. Zabaleta, I was like, why are you still playing? Well, it was like, like do you, it was, you have to have a bit because I mean, it you was, remember the first four games of the season, our whole team started going down his side, like <laughs> the whole team. Richarlson's left from the 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 right hand side to come over to the left hand side and come down because there was miles and miles of space. It was it was. 
bad. Yeah. Really bad. Terrible. <clears throat> um, um, the uh, he, last. It, it was like the first four games of the season again. Oh. He looked out of sorts. He looked old. He looked like he couldn't run. It was terrible. And I mean, if if this is this is now two good games in a row. Yeah. Let's let's see if they can do it a third. Let's see if they can do it a fourth. They've now put themselves legitimately back into the conversation for seventh place. Well, what I liked about it was Calvert-Lewin, not the strongest player in the world in terms of holding the ball up and that kind of stuff, but he he was dangerous, and he gave West Ham something to think about. Something, Had a hell of a match. He really did. Cheng Tosun hasn't been. <clears throat> something Richarlison was doing, but it felt weird, mm. and I don't think the, the boys were comfortable with it. Um I thought they did. I thought they played very well, and they looked now with with Gomez, with Adrisa Gay there, mm-hmm. um, and then Calvert Lewin up front. They look a balanced side. I, I right. Think they have they have a defensive midfielder. They have yeah. a box to box guy, um, and then Gilfie's your your number ten. You're more attacking minded, and then they actually have a point man. Yep. You know that teams have to worry about a, you know a, a little bit of pace. Um, and, and, and that sort of stuff. And he actually has been putting shots on target and been giving them something to think it's about. had a goal or two, but I, I mean, it, for, but for two me, proper wingers as well. I mean, yeah. you look a balanced side going forward now, finally. Um, I, th- I think, uh, Dominic Calvin Lewin is definitely the starter the rest of the way. You know, it's, I gonna, hope you're, so. you're going to let the kid play at some point. You're either going to have to let him play or sell him. Right. Because what's the point of key? He's what? 23 now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you, you can't you just keep him, him on the bench anymore. I think he's 22, but yeah, close enough. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. at some point he's going to have to start doing stuff. You know, and uh, you know, it's, it's it, you know what's great is we're both playing each other next week, and both of the teams are going to be are both in form. So it's actually it's it gonna should be a, be a good game. Should yeah. be a good entertaining. It should, game. It should absolutely be a good match. And and finally, for me as a fan, it's I'm finally fucking seeing the team I thought we could be. Right, and it's taken. Fucking long enough. Now, that being said, it was against Cardiff and West Ham. Uh no, Chelsea and West Ham, the last two. Oh, che- well, then three good in a row. Yeah, then it was Chelsea. It was Cardiff first, coming off the uh, a couple weeks ago, just before the break. Um, right? Didn't you we, beat them midweek? No, we had we had the we had a loss in there too. We had the Newcastle loss in there. Oh it yeah, where you gave up a Cardiff, three goal lead or was, a two goal lead? It was beat Cardiff. <laughs> the uh, oh. oh Trust I me, forgot. I definitely proclaimed at the bar. No, I forgot at, about that. At the bar, at halftime, I went 2-0 up in a game that we've completely dominated. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and and then was immediately chastised by all the Everton people. They were like, just don't even think that. Don't <laughs> think that. And I just looked at them and go, because you're all thinking it. And they're like, yeah, but we're not saying, saying it. it out loud. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. In this week of, oh, so that happened, Chelsea 2, Cardiff City 1, Southampton 1, Brighton 0, Burnley 2, Wolverhampton 0, Leicester City 2, Bournemouth 0, Man United 2, Watford 1, and Palace 2, Huddersfield 0. So, Sammy, Neil Warnock had a staring contest, no blinksies. With the officials in the center circle afterwards, that was brilliant. Fucking awesome. He also, it, it almost looked like, uh, and not to steal a joke from another show we listened to, but I thought it was brilliant, and I'm going to say it again. Um, it looked like Maurizio Sarri was just coming over to bum a cigarette. 
from Neil Warnock. <laughs> I don't know if he smokes or not. However, we know Sari does vehemently. <laughs> so you can only wonder if he was coming over to bum a cigarette from the fourth official or near, uh, Neil Warnock. Warnock comes up, and I could only mouth from his, you know, don't know the first thing he said, but the last thing he said, it was fucking offsides, the fucking goal. <laughs> like, sorry, didn't understand what he was saying. And all of that boy's charm that I've fallen in love with fell right by the wayside. <laughs> Grandpa was pissed. <laughs> he stood there in the middle of the circle. He was kind enough. He stood in the middle of the circle as the refs were five yards away. And he clapped didn't walk, his fans. He didn't walk up to him. He yeah. clapped all his fans, and he watched them walk by and just stared at him the entire time. They now, can I by. tell you what's a little less intimidating about that? <laughs> yes, he did the bend his hand and put his wrist on his hip thing. Yeah, with both of them. That's yeah, very effeminate. This thing. Yeah, That's not. This thing. It's not very threatening. So it's very effeminate. That's standing on your porch, drunk or hungover, with your wife beater on, and. uh you're angry at the trash men for not picking up the trash cans the right way. That's it's that's not a I don't know why that was the example I thought of. That's odd. So Cardiff, so let's <laughs> it just seems like something a weird grandpa would be mad about. Because <laughs> we, we definitely want to talk about Warnock and why he got so mad, but it was pretty simple. Um they should have gotten a penalty in the first half. They didn't. Should have got a penalty in the second half as well. Well, not a penalty, but there should have been a red card in the second half. No, there was another one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where yep. Rudiger okay, had yep. both hands on um, <coughs> the other tall center back they have. I, forget, I can't remember. Or no, it was their forward. The yep. guy with the weird haircut. Yep. Can't remember his name. Pulling him down. Yeah, and had both, arm, both hands wrapped around his left arm and yanked him to the ground. <laughs> now, he might have been outside of the area, um, but definitely should have been a foul. Wasn't called at all. And um, you had, and then Rudiger again. Oh, with the, yeah. the the last a, man, a clear goal scoring opportunity, definite goal scoring opportunity. Yeah. Flat out takes the yep. man out, and all he gets is a yellow for it. It's not debatable. A, no, and the referee had to think about it as well. It's it not took debatable. him almost 15, 20 seconds to give the card. It's a red fucking card. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm 100% with you. The, 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 the guy is a step ahead of you and running past you. You grab him, put him to the ground, red fucking card. End of discussion. It's just what it is. And then top that off with earlier in the match, a very, very offsides uh, Aspilicueta, um, that it wasn't even wasn't even to the point where it was like he was talking about Warnock was bitching about VAR and all that kind of stuff. That should have been so blatantly obvious to the linesman. Oh yeah, he had the a linesman- clear view. I mean. The clearest view of it. He either wasn't in position or didn't give a shit. Terrible. It's it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. He was two yards offside. Warnock's even gone so far as to be like, why even bother playing the rest of the games? Doesn't matter. If I have a shit shit ref, we're going to (laughs) lose. Fuck it. Don't care. Well, he also said that the the big sides, they get their, you know, they get their, um, the bias and, you know, everything else, blah, 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 is accusing people of. You don't get anything at the big teams. It, you, know, you talked about Fergie time you oh, know, God, before, yeah. where where at Old Trafford, if man, you were losing or tying uh, at that moment, you'd have seven minutes of random stoppage time for no reason. Yep. Um, to give United another chance to score. Uh, there was one point at the end of Ferguson's reign where they went like seven months without conceding a penalty at Old Trafford, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. At the same time, winning seven others or something like that. Right. You know, it's just stupid shit like that. 
and I can see what he's saying, and I understand it, and this you know means a lot to a lot of people, especially with the other results. Oh God, yes. You know that puts Cardiff in a very difficult position, albeit they have a game in hand, but that puts them in a very difficult position now. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to think that Cardiff may be the unlucky one going down. They just they're running out of time. They're running out of time, and it's not like I mean, okay, great. So they have a a, a an extra game this week. Yeah, it's Man City, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you supposed to do with that? You know, and this should have been a draw. It oh. should have been a a one one draw or a three two Cardiff win. Oh, absolutely. You know, if, if the penalties, you know, blah blah blah, all goes the same. And you would assume somebody scores from the penalty spot. Uh, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's I, absolutely ridiculous. I, now, Chelsea, in their own right, had a penalty claim as well. Chelsea's a fucking mess right now. They are. I don't know what Sarri's doing. Jesus. He's got... So, you know, he, I'm not sure if he knows it, but they invented nicotine gum. Yeah. He should just chew that. Just chew the damn gum. Yeah. He, he'd be it, okay. It, it was funny at first. Then we made a lot of jokes about it. And now it's just getting gross. We, we Stop need, chewing the damn cigarette butts. We need to get him into jewels. Get him vaping on the sideline. <laughs> I love that. So no, you, do you remember when Arsenal played Sutton? And mm-hmm. uh, remember the the old fat goalkeeper? Yes, yes, the one who um, ate the, the pie, ate the pie, at, pie at, on the sidelines. Yeah, uh, their coach vapes. <laughs> oh, fabulous! And I think he vaped during that game uh, a couple years back. Good on you, son. Cup. Good yeah. on you. Why not? I'd love to see it. Maurizio, sorry, vape god. I'd love to see that. Um, the Colossus of Cloud. So Southampton <laughs> builds their uh, builds their lead uh, as far yeah. as the drop zone yeah. on Cardiff. Uh, get a one nothing win against uh, Brighton. Uh, Brighton looked a little scared and a little disheveled. I'm not sure what in the hell they were doing. <sighs> I, I have no idea what they were doing. Um, Pierre Emil Hoiberg with a, a great finish uh, in his own right, but Brighton had sixty percent of the ball or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Man is just one shot on target. Yeah. Um, they had 14 attempts, but only one shot on goal. They were absolutely woeful. Um, and if they're going to drag themselves away from trouble, they're going to need to do a lot better than that. It's absolutely ridiculous. This is a team in and around them that they need to be beating if they're going to be safe. Oh, yeah. This was a, this beca- was a need-to-win game. Because of this, I think they either drew <clears throat> level with Southampton. on uh, Southampton drew level with them on points. Or Southampton is now a point above them. Southampton, Burnley, and uh, Brighton are all equal on points. Um, Brighton's on the bottom on goal differential. Yeah, that's a that's an issue. So that's, um, a, that's a big issue. So Brighton doesn't get it done. Southampton gets the points, but then Burnley goes and pulls a Burnley. Well, welcome for back once. to the races. <laughs> like, welcome back to the races. They they play they play staunch defense. They withstand pressure. They get a couple of counters. They score a couple of goals. Heaton makes a couple of saves and they walk off winners with well, three points. The first the first goal was a free kick. And and Wolves just completely fell asleep, allowed Chris Wood behind the defense, had a terrible first touch. Nobody addressed him and then he had a tidy little finish. Uh, into the near post, and Rui Patricio was left with egg on his face. You know, what are you going to do there? Um, how about stay switched on and fucking defend? Exactly. This is Wolves playing down to their opponents again. This this game, this result right here, is why I still think we have a chance at seventh place. Yeah. And because I, they're going to give it absolutely. away. And I'll tell you right now, I've got 
this re- off the back of this result, I've still predicted Wolves to one one with Man United. Oh, okay. Because we'll go into they'll, it later. Well, of course, play, they'll play but their they'll asses play, off against Man United. They're at the Molyneux. Mm-hmm. They'll play ridiculously well because they're up for it because it's United coming to their place, and they'll they'll get a result. You know, it, that's the way I see it. Yeah. You know, but away at Burnley, who fucking cares? Who's showing up for that? Right, you and, know, and and the rest of the season they're gonna play that like they'll they'll go play West Ham, who's playing like the most uninspired team in the English Premier League right now, and somehow lose to them. Right, it's it's it what the Wolves are doing right yeah, now. It does it, it. They're so unpredictable. It's ridiculous. Now talking about a team that is inspired, the Foxes. Apparently, all they needed was old Brendan to come in and change everything. Oh yeah. Boys I, are on point. I did want to shout out real quick. Okay. I, f- I forgot to mention uh, McNeil, the young English left back with another goal. Yes. Fucking brilliant goal as well. <laughs> the patient, waited for the defender to, uh, to kind of shift and just rifled a shot into the far right corner with his left foot again. Isn't there something just kind of right about, you know, a Burnley left back, well, a Burnley English left back scoring three goals in three games? That's awesome. I love <laughs> it's it. pretty yeah, fabulous. That's brilliant. Um, sorry, I just wanted to mention that. I'm sorry. Um, but like I said, Lester, uh, Brendan's got him playing inspired. Jamie F. and Vardy gets and, another goal. Oh, yeah. Like, Wes Morgan gets another goal. Exactly. And Wes Morgan with a, a, a neat little flick there. Uh, I... I will put ten bucks on it. He ain't mean to do that. Yeah, I know. Just hit the mic, boys and girls. He he ain't mean to do. No, we, not, not you, oh, Wes okay. Morgan. You didn't mean to do that either. But Wes Morgan, he ain't mean to do that. Look at you, professional, not pointing out everything I do wrong. I know. Good on you, kid. You're you're growing as a broadcaster, I'm, I'm, Sam. <laughs> Thanks so much. Wait for the Easter egg. What's great is I wasn't looking, so I didn't even know which one of you did it. And I'm eyeballing both you just, of you going, just assumed who do I me? give yeah. the dirty look to? Luckily, I blocked that out also, because you probably would have started with me. I did. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I don't think Wes Morgan meant to do that. No. Um, kind of a recycled corner. Uh, somebody took a just a, a hopeful kind of hard cross. From a weird angle, Wes Morgan hit it with the inside of his left boot with his back to goal, and it trickled in the back of the net. <laughs> the, the big Jamaican didn't oh, need yeah. to do that. Yeah. No. But it was brilliant nonetheless. Um, and then Jamie Vardy screwed up royally uh, on a guilt-edged chance. Mm-hmm. A guilt-edged chance. Uh, and then came back again later on in the match, uh, kept his wit, and had a daft little header. Yeah, a little um, flicker. Oh, that yeah. Was, it was brilliant. Absolutely, and, uh, Brian. Casper Schmeichel. I was going to say, Schmeichel. Mate. Dead, dead two rights should be in the back of the net makes the, the save. I think wow, I, I wrote, if good. not for a sprawling, if not for the sprawling Dane, Casper Schmeichel, Bournemouth would have been level. Oh, yeah. And then after that, Bournemouth didn't offer dick. Um, I, I got to figure Bournemouth the rest of the way. Uh, they'll be stout at home unless they're playing a team that's battling for their lives. And other than that, on the road, they're probably going to lose. They're just, you know, they're on Dubai time. Agree. Yeah. So half um, the squad doesn't even make enough money to go to Dubai. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, their coach doesn't make enough money to go to Dubai. Um, yeah. So Manchester United two, uh, Watford one. Uh, Ole, that's really the story. Ole is Welcome now the manager. The manager. Welcome, Gaffer. Look at that. 
Yeah, he, I mean, flat out, he, he, he deserves it. He deserves he it. He deserves it. The He's, PSG result in the Champions League. I know we don't do a lot of Champions League on the show, yeah. but overturning a two nil deficit. Yeah, mate. the the unbeaten run in the league. I mean, okay, fine. They got hey, their butts. Hey, have, they got their butts whooped by you. Same. You know what? You guys. Have you guys respect. are in form. They weren't unbeaten in the league. We beat them. Right, have some they, respect. They were unbeaten <laughs> until they ran into you, and yeah. you guys handed them their Come first on. defeat. But uh, the, the the team's inspired. They're playing well, and and they are bone dry thin right now. Oh yeah, it, it and looks they like are Paul Pogba's on side. Their asses off. It looks like Paul Pogba's on side. Martial's on side. Rashford's on side. They've got everybody buying into it. Lukaku. We talked mm-hmm. about running the wing a few weeks ago, doing the hard work. Um, just they've been playing brilliant stuff. Um, they they've dried up a little bit in front of goal. Uh, and they still do have some defensive worries, um, which is, you know, became became pretty evident uh, with that Decore finish. Yeah. Uh, everybody just kind of fell asleep while he strolled in and then chipped a hail like it was, you know, he was eating breakfast. <laughs> uh, I, I will say I thoroughly enjoyed seeing uh, Fat Drake take an elbow to the face uh, from uh, from yeah. Jones. <laughs> Me it too. didn't get called. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And then on top of the elbow to the face, he got slapped in the back of the head by De Gea as he ran out to also challenge for that ball. I, I, you know, it, typically you're like, oh man, that's not good. But then you remember Troy Deeney's a dick. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, yeah, that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of like seeing that dick take one to the face. Yeah. Well, it's one of those. It... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what you're going to say. Our, our producer is confused. She's looking perplexed. Yes. I said that dick took one to, to the, the face. face. I just don't think I can make that show title. Oh, man. We Why not? It's better than gold. taking dicks to the face. Or what was it? Um, that last, we can't say. Last week, sorry for saying fuck. Or, <laughs> I mean, there was so yeah, many was something like fuck that. references. We could have um, made the show title last week. I do want to mention uh, the the new uh, Zinedine Zidane, the new Mesut Ozil, um, the new – I can't even think of another brilliant playmaker off the top of my head for whatever reason. Um, Luke Shaw. What a ball that was. Absolutely fucking delicious. Oh. Delicious, that ball. He laid it on a plate for Marcus Rashford and then a daft little finish from him as well. Whoa, mate, you can't beat that. Um, that was well done. Uh, and then the second uh, from Martial was just excellent work. Tried to flick around the goalkeeper. Goalkeeper saved it. Ben Foster did very well. Um, after he saved it, kind of cleaned Martial out. Uh, Martial got up, you know, kind of just turned quick and very smart, actually, and he did it on purpose, mm-hmm. was lift the ball into the back of the net, over the goalkeeper, and over the outstretched leg, uh, outstretched leg of the defender. Everyone was on the ground, including Correct. himself when yeah. he pulled himself up. Exactly. Everybody was on the ground, and all, go on his, high. On his off foot as well. Yeah, uh, go high. I, I think he's right-footed as well with his left foot, and just a, a great little finish from him and, and great desire. And so, Like I said, it, it, and, and you alluded to as well, it looks like everybody's on side. Everybody's buying into it. Everybody's, you know, being a part of it. And um and Ole deserves the job. And I think he's gonna do decent things. Now and, and everybody we've talked about this, him coming into the club and putting his arm around people. Hey, you're a good player. Don't listen to that idiot Mourinho that just left. 
Mm-hmm. Listen, listen to that little voice inside your head. Find your confidence again, right? Now is when he's going to have to start making big decisions. He's going to have to say, Phil Jones, you're not good enough. Eric Bailly, you got to go. And let's see if he's ruthless enough to do it. Romelu Lukaku, my front two of Marshall and Rashford is better than having you up top. Yeah. So be on your way, Alex- son. Alexi Sanchez. You're not right for this club. Now, that one with his wages, he's going to have to do some damn good work to get rid of. You know? (laughs) But you're absolutely right. It's can you make this hard decision? United's the wealthiest club in the world. You know whatever problems they need to fix, they'll buy it. It'll get bought. Especially after the Mourinho disaster and the running of his mouth. I guarantee you there's going to be overcompensation from, uh, from United to by the right defensemen yeah, and the right players sure. to fix everything. Absolutely, for sure. So uh, let's go into the final match. Um, Palace and uh, Palace and Huddersfield Town. Uh, yeah, we have just been talking so much. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. we uh, Producer Mel she gives us our uh, time to let us know how we're going. And typically, we when we see something, we're like, okay, we're going to keep this going. We're going to keep this going. No, no. We just keep rambling. Nah, yeah, we just fuck so, that. Um, <laughs> Uh, Palace, <clears throat> Palace clearly the better side, um, owned and bossed the match a hundred percent. Yep. Really what it comes down to now is Huddersfield's gone. That's it. It's over. They're going down. Uh, it's official. Yep. With Southampton winning, um, they only have six games left, which is 18 points, which only takes them to 31, I believe it is for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the f- worst, the the 17th place team, the, the I'm sorry, yeah. the 16th place team outside of the relegation zone. Um, no, 17th. 17th team, uh, place team outside of the relegation zone has 33. Yeah. That's the end of it. They can't. They're going they, down. It's mathematically impossible for them to stay up now. They're the fourth fastest team to... I think... Second, fat, only the second. I think they're only the second team ever to be relegated in March. <laughs> okay, Dar- uh, Darby. Everybody knows Darby County. Darby oh, yeah. County they was the one, the who, worst Premier League team there was yeah, in I think. in the history of the Premier League. Now, if Huddersfield failed to score two goals in their last f- f- six games, whatever it was, I said, mm-hmm. if they fail to score two goals in those six games, they will be the either joint or worst goal scorers ever. Oh. I think they're only on fourteen. <clears throat> They were they were destined to fail from the beginning. When when the season started, it was an amazement that they stayed up because there were so many established clubs that played so poorly that ended up going down. When you look at it, it was what it was Stoke, West Brom, and uh Swansea City. Yep. And they just lucked into staying up. It Kinda, wasn't that yeah. they were necessarily I mean, they had, good. They, they just lucked into well, it. Well, I mean, they, they had a couple of fair results, though. I, th- I believe they took points off City at one point. Um, I think they took points off us maybe last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they were fighting. They were an unknown quantity. They had, yeah, hey, we're here. We're, we're, we're loud. We're proud. You know, <laughs> blah, 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 whatever. And, uh, and lucked into some results and kicked people across the park. I mean, they were not – they were a very physical side. When they came up, and some people just weren't ready for it. And they started this season going, eh, we're just happy to be here. Like, literally, right. that's that's what Wagner said as a manager. In fact, I mean, you look at him, and it's like, they didn't even have the balls to fire him. Right. He just... 
Well, they resigned I mean, I, his you, position. You know what? It was I, like this, like handshake hug, to be, bro hug, walk out the door kind of. It was just they deserve to go down. Yeah, but to, to be fair about that, I don't fault the club for being loyal to the manager that got them to the place they had never been before. I fault Daniel or David Wagner for not being stronger and instilling more fight into his team. I think this team is per- this club is perfectly happy to go back to the championship and just stay there. They've been yeah. to the Premier League once. I, I mean that's literally yeah. how it feels. It's 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 terrible. It's terrible. I I just expect more, you know. I hear you. you know? All right, well anyway, the uh it took a while to get there, but the automatic boot of uh Milivojevic from the penalty spot. Yep. Um one nil, no problem. Um, and really, Palace should have been three, four nil up at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keeper then, was keeping him in that. That's for sure. Yeah, and then the defender Van Arnholt, uh with a fine finish as well uh, himself, much like McNeil's finish. To be honest, comes off of what Zaha created. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I think Crystal Palace is safe now. Oh, yeah. uh, they're done. Yeah. It's yeah. Every, everything's fine. Huddersfield again, like we said, mathematically relegated. Uh, but there is one thing that I want to bring up. Um. So, Mel, uh, get off Farmville, and uh, I dated myself there, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Is that even a thing It's anymore? some, like, touristy island game she oh, plays. No, do was... not pug it. Nope, nope, you're not. <laughs> not pug it. Plug it. You're not plugging no, it. Pug do not it. touch that button. You're not, you're not going to say what the game is. They need to cut us a check or give you some free coins or something before you plug them. <laughs> Just say I was chatting with Russ on Facebook. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, good. Well, we'll need you to come in and tell us what y'all are talking about in a little bit. Um, but get your tissues ready. This is what we were talking about before. Um, Huddersfield, if they're not going to go down with a fight, they're going to go down with a little bit of class. Um, there is a seven-year-old girl from Dallas, Texas named Bella, who was diagnosed with a rare form of child brain cancer called metalloblastoma. And she lost her hair during her treatment for it. Uh, so she is completely 100% bald. All right. Uh, during her recovery from chemo and everything else was obviously very tired and, and weak. Her and her father uh, also makes me kind of cry a little bit. Uh, and I did cry when I found the story. Um, found a lot of comfort in watching loads of football. Uh, namely in Huddersfield Town. And the reason was that was the first player she saw with a fully bald head in Aaron Moy. The Aussie. Yeah. He, uh, she found some, some comfort in watching him play. Uh, her parents got her a Moy uh, shirt. Um, the family all now has Huddersfield jerseys as well. Uh, posted their story on social media. Aaron Moy and the club found out about it. Uh, they have also teamed with a, a local company that has an office in Dallas um, that helps uh, people recovering um, with with things to help grow hair back, uh, like caps and okay. stuff that help you grow hair back. Um, she's going to a game this weekend against Leicester, uh, paid for by the club with her dad. And um, it's just a nice feel-good story. So if they're not going to go down with a fight, as they showed absolute dog shit yesterday, they are going to go down with a little bit of class. 
Uh, and well done to Huddersfield. Well done to Aaron Moy. And congratulations to this little girl. Uh, it's it's beautiful. Um, they've also said that she will be going to meet Aaron Moy after the game. Oh, fantastic. Aw, that's so sweet. Yeah, it's very nice. I really thought you'd have cried over that. Meh. You're such a dick. <laughs> I, tell I you, was, I'm, I, my brain started you fa- going. You dick face, face dicked or whatever Sam said earlier. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Like I wrote it down. I'm like, I still don't think I have it correctly. Um, I do have a question about that. Uh, the cap for growing hair. Okay. Do you think it'll work on Houston? No, not a chance. He's beyond help. Yeah, absolutely. Because he lost his genetically. He just—he literally does not have the means within yeah. his body to grow he it again. Who shaves it? Who shaves no, it? No, on the sides. Yeah, but he has male pattern There's baldness. There's a lot more up than you'd imagine. Right up in here too. He's got yeah, some in there. Oh, you got the Costanza. Oh yeah. Ooh. But, I want to uh, see it. But Dad made a conscious choice to get rid of that hair. Besides, you've <laughs> seen pictures of me with hair. Twenty dollars. Would you want to be married to this same man with hair? I will lay down $20 right now. Back in the day when he had the blonde shoulder-length hair. I mean... Oh, yeah. yeah total douchebag. Anyway, we got away from it. Well so, done to Huddersfield. Yeah, you're at uh, 55 minutes. Come on, guys. Let's pick it up. <laughs> so the... Uh, well, I mean, as long as we didn't keep having interruptions from our fucking producer... <laughs> and she got to get back to Jamaican Farmville or whatever she's you know? got going on over there. No, do not touch that button. <laughs> you're fucking done. Your privileges are finished for the rest of the night. We're not talking anymore. You hear that, producer Mel? You're done talking. Stop it. 56 Stop minutes? It. Shut up. Anyway, um, um, well done to Huddersfield. It's, it, it's an absolute class move. And um, I hope the little girl Bella has a nice time. I hope her dad has a nice time. Um, and I hope Aaron Moy is is nothing but cordial and kind. And I'm sure he will be. Uh, as he's proven himself, he's a class act uh, as well. I'll tell you, Sammy, um, you, you don't find your club. Your club finds you. Absolutely. 100%. Now it's time to tell you what little we know. It's prediction time. So Sammy had himself a good week at eight and two. What's up? I had, and he also got two games right. I completely right. I also had oh, a. On yes. that note, mm-hmm. um, anybody in the U.S. that's listening to us that plays that NBC Sports Predictor app, three people this week. The very first three people that have ever done it, one. All five games, all correct scores. $17,300 each they're going to share. Wow. Uh, Good on you. No, each wins that. They share the $50,000 pot. How crazy is that? That's fantastic. I know. They're a lot better than us than this. (laughs) clearly. (laughs) At this than we are. So, um... I also had a good one. I had I went seven and three, and I picked one of the games right, but not quite good enough. Exactly, I have fallen <laughs> further behind in the Malort Challenge, which now makes it so I'm going to have to start picking risky games to qu- a, catch up. I have a qu- yes. Can you hear this? Oh, the footsteps that can, I'm no, not going to have. Can happen. you hear it? Yeah, the footsteps. No, can you hear them though? Oh, I can hear them. No, you can't I can still hear them. I have the same headphones on you do. You do I can not hear the same them. ones. They're the same brand. You can't hear it because I'm that far in the distance. Yeah. That was the joke, Dick. Stop it, producer Mel. <laughs> Don't even touch that button. You're done. You're done touching the button. Your hand is off the button. I'm gonna take your mic and throw it across All the right, room. Predictions, predictions. You're finished. Predictions. Um also let's uh take note that right, full Sam four nil hurt. Hold on. Sam Sam went three and oh. Uh, on against our listener and uh, daughter picks, um, I went two and one. 
Simon from two weeks ago for the uh, well, I'm sorry, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah. For he went three and zero, so tied you. Yeah. Good our, on fir- him. our first listener that's going three and zero. First listener that has beaten one of us because I went two and one. Yep. And then uh, Russ went two and one. And uh, your daughter went two and one also, but it's also very important to note your daughter picked West Ham and she was wrong. So <laughs> nanny, nanny, boo, boo. That's sure all I have to say to that. about that. So, um, <clears throat> no, basically, what it means is your contract might not get renewed, and me and Simon might be sitting here next season. <laughs> it's it's my house. You're recording that killer. So um, I'm sure Mel has a price. <laughs> Two beers. Stop it. <laughs> Turn that button off. Um, All right, so outlandish stuff. You've got right. Fulham 4-0, you said, right? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so we've got a group of uh, midweek games because we have the FA Cup semifinals coming up this weekend. Uh, first off, we have Watford hosting Fulham. I'm going to go 2-0 Watford. Yeah, I got 2-0 Watford I was going to say, that means you're supposed to talk. Um Manchester United oh, fire all of a sudden. <laughs> Manchester United head to Wolverhampton. Um, this one I know we're going to disagree on because you hinted at it already. Is uh, I say United avenges the FA Cup exit and they're going to win two to one. I have one one uh, because Wolves plays up to their opponents. And here's another one I'm pretty sure we're going to disagree on. Brighton go to Chelsea. One one draw because Brighton yeah, needs disagree. it more. No, def- definitely disagree. Uh, two nil Chelsea for me. Okay, I just Chelsea's a fucking mess right now, and Brighton actually needs the points. Uh, Brighton just lost to Southampton. So, Nate, come on. Okay, let's get into the next game because this is very important. Spurs to finally host a home game as they welcome Palace. <laughs> FC Homeless is no longer homeless. <laughs> they finally opened their stadium. With five games left, five I think it's five home games left no. in the season, they now have a home, uh, which will feel like five away games because they've never fucking played there before. I'm going to go 2-1 Spurs. I've got 2-1 Spurs as well. Um, Cardiff City travel to uh, Manchester City. I was going to pick Cardiff, but, you know... <laughs> Warlock said they were going to throw the match, so I'm going to go 4 nil City. I would, I would, if you picked Cardiff, I would have tossed you in a loony bin, mate. I, I, got, mean, I mean, I mean, just remember, he said the cards are stacked against them. They can't win any games anymore. I was like, you know what, Neil, you convinced me. I'm not going to pick you this game. I've only got 3 nil City, uh, 3 nil Manchester City, excuse me. Very good. Um, because. They, for whatever reason, have not been standing on teams' throats like they have been at no, the beginning of the season. No, they haven't been. Yeah. Very, very true. Um, yeah. So I've got all, just three no. All right. So then we go into the weekend, and the weekend actually starts with some Friday night lights as Southampton welcome the Reds to uh, to St. Mary's Park. Liverpool wins two to one, but it's going to be in a much tougher uh, match than it needs to be. At Southampton, they're trying to stay up. Yeah. I hear you, but I've got 3-1 still because I st- I truly still don't believe that Southampton's a good team. Oh, they aren't. So they're bad. I, they're bad. They deserve to go down. As difficult as Liverpool's found it to score goals recently, I still think they're going to beat them 3-1. to one. If it wasn't for the fact that Fulham is just so shitty, Fulham has all the talent to be up, and Southampton should be the team Yeah, but they have down. no plan. Yeah, That's the problem. Just, it's, 
terrible. So Saturday has three games, conveniently timed all at the same time, so we can't watch multiple games throughout the day. Uh, Burnley head to Bournemouth. I'm going to go in a 1-1 draw because Burnley definitely needs the points and Bournemouth is on Dubai time. Yep, I've got uh, 1-1 also, and I'm going to call that uh, Portsmouth time. They're just going to go to another town (laughs) on the south coast because they don't have the money to get to Dubai. (laughs) Beautifully said. Uh, Leicester go to the already demoted Huddersfield. I'd like to say Huddersfield is going to be inspired to play harder, but the Foxes are rolling 2-0 Foxes. I'm going to say 3-1 because I think Huddersfield's going to score a goal for Bella. Okay, fair Got enough. It. But Lester's going to walk all over him. It's, yeah. They're, Huddersfield's fucking garbage. Yeah. It sucks. And I hate saying it because they were one of my – I was so happy about them last season. The way they played, they were right proper dickheads. I mean, they played in a manner in which I played, you know, uh, in a lot of cases. I was very pleased to see them stay up. But this season, they've just been abysmal. And in front of goal, it, it's – I mean, do they even know what the goal is? Are, there, mm. are they aware that there's a goal at the other end of the pitch? I don't think they the are. They, they've only scored what was it, 16 goals, mm-hmm. 15, 18 goals, something like that. It's terrible. If this wasn't for the hiring of Brendan Rodgers – I would have picked Huddersfield to win this game because Foxes have been so up and down the whole year, but they finally have some stability, so I go yeah, with them. I hear you. I just, I really do hope that somebody gets a goal for Huddersfield for young Bella to cheer. Yeah. So the uh, the final match on Saturday has Newcastle and Palace. I'm going to go one-to-one in an ugly draw because this is one of those games where Rafa just needs a point and he's going to find a way to get it. I got one-one as well. Um Yep, that for all the reasons you said. <laughs> um, <laughs> Makes it easy. Then the last two games, um, I know we're going to disagree on this one. Sunday has Come one on. game, but Come it's going to be a good one. It's a fucking cracker, mate. <laughs> Sammy's Gunners. This is one all you cunts better be up for. <laughs> be ready for it. Come on, you gunners. <laughs> Sammy's Gunners come to Goodison to face my beloved Toffees. And we're back, baby! Two to one, three in a row to the mighty fucking Everton. You're gonna have to substitute Daddy, you're delusional for Big Sam, you're delusional on uh, on the old sound clip we got from my daughter because you mate are fucking delusional. Arsenal walks out of here three one winners, not a problem. Maybe the crackhead gets a goal. Maybe he's off in the bathroom shooting some hair on. We don't know. Arsenal is going to fucking dominate this game. Not a problem, mate. I'm going to enjoy handing you that shot of Malort. Go ahead, and I'm going to enjoy pouring it with you <laughs> over my dick. <laughs> I'm going to just drip it right down the shaft. Boom. Right into the cup. Oh, and man. if not for Facebook privacy laws and all that kind of shit, we'd be able to show it to you, but we won't. Uh, if only you had a dick that could get to a shot glass. Monday Night Football gives us two sides that apparently give zero fucks about the rest of the season. West Ham traveled to Chelsea. I'm going to go two to one Chelsea. But the Hammers, how about you give a little bit of effort for the DC Irons? Because, well, they deserve better. I, I've i got two nil Chelsea because I think West Ham will just sleepwalk again, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's wrong with them, and it really could be more, but nobody on Chelsea's forward line wants to score a goal. And apparently Lucas Fabianski is the greatest goalkeeper in the world because he plays brilliantly, but he can, you know, he can only keep out so much. Yep. 
before the dam breaks. All right. Well, we're too old for this shit again. Oh, yeah. We um, We actually played pretty well in the first half. Wasn't too, too bad. Uh, first goal was definitely my fault. Completely fell asleep uh, facing my own goal. Uh, let somebody run right past me. Ball deflected to him, of course, and uh, ends up in the back of the net. Other than that, we, again, played very well the first half. Second half, we fell apart uh, for about four minutes or so. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, ended up losing, what was it, 6-2? Seven, 7-3. 7-3, yeah. It was 7-3 to the team that we lost to 12-4 to last season. So, so definitely an improvement. Yeah, an improvement. Definitely not a result of the gym. Only only one only one sub, again, keeps killing us. Yeah. You know, it's tough. I a mean, lot, lot of guys hurt right now. It just hasn't been good. It's been a tough season so far, and... Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, people always say to me, like, when I say, like, man, I'm old, like, I'm too old for this, you know, they go, you're only 32, you know, you're going to be 33 in a month or so, month and a half. It's like, listen, I'm at the age where professional athletes retire, and I'm some schmuck that lives in Baltimore City. <laughs> You know, I you don't train every day. I don't train you, every day. I don't play, have time you for You play it. soccer once a week. Yeah. I drink too much. I occasionally smoke cigs. I chief cigars like it's going out of style. And, uh, and you expect me to come out here and run around like I'm, I, I, I'm still doing, you know, what I used to do. Yeah, as, it as, just ain't in. You know, as, I just ain't, I, I ain't up for it no more. As, as a keeper, I, re- I retired at 40. And yeah. like it reached a point where I was waking up in the morning, walking down the stairs, and I'd hear my knees crack. It was like, well, it's time to call it a day. Yeah. Um, so it just it sucks. But what are you going to do? Yeah, but you fucking love it. Yeah, absolutely I do. And I'm you not going to stop. And I'm it. not going to stop talking about myself on here either. Well, so I fucking mean, get used to we it. We have mics. It's fantastic. So, thank you so much for joining us. Sammy, any parting words today? Um, not really, uh, to be fair. But in lieu of my parting words, I'd like to bring in our producer real quick to mention a couple of the Facebook comments she's gotten during the show. Uh, because some people have gotten in touch during recording, which is pretty cool. Oh, well, and those uh... people are Russ and Taylor. And they've they've oh, yeah, gotten in touch. Fans, oh, number one oh, and two. God, thank God her mic was on. I forgot. I started running. I should have said. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I had my finger on the button, and he wasn't looking. Well, he he threw it to you, so yeah. I'm going to let you talk. Well, I'm just going to say, if Taylor and Russ were here right now, they would say more producer Mel. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, what was it, Taylor? Yeah, because you're a fucking gem. Taylor commented <laughs> on Facebook. That uh, doesn't you don't need to drink as heavily this week, and Big Sam's gonna be much more tolerable. <laughs> yeah. that, hey Taylor, let me tell you something. I'm in the room with him, mate. He's not. <laughs> and um, I uh, posted on the uh, Facebook page a picture of Sam Graham's pajama pants because you have to be here to see them, and they are quite arsenally, arsenal, arsenal holy. <laughs> They're not holy. And uh, Russell says, uh, at least you're wearing pants. <laughs> Fair enough. I often record without pants. Yes. And um, um, <laughs> I, I, for one, am appreciative that you were wearing pants this evening. So yeah. thank you. After our uh, pre-show pictures taken, I normally strip down to my skivvies yeah. and uh, <laughs> just do the show that way. We've had, we've had guests a few past weeks, so you haven't done that. I know, and I So haven't. for that, I say thank you. No problem. 
No problem. Okay. All right. So, anyway, that's it for me. Okay. Thank you, um, Sam Graham. Thanks, Sam. Back to you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Bye. boys and girls. Um, for Sam Graham, this is Sam Houston. I uh, I want to take a moment to thank all the new listeners that have been checking in. Uh, we've really had a big, uh, big, big, big pop lately in uh, people listening to the show. A lot of different supporter groups, a lot of people. Um, Sam apparently can't drink alcohol as he's choking to death as I'm giving a heartfelt thank you to our listeners. I'd like to stop real quick and thank Gin and Tonic. Gin and Tonic needs a shout out. (laughs) I got a big chunk of lime right down my windpipe. That was terrible. Sorry about that, everybody. (laughs) So, um, like I said, a lot of a lot of new listeners have been checking out the show. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, a lot of different supporter club groups from across the U.S. are starting to check us out, and uh, people that I've just we've had a chance to meet at different bars are starting to really look, look at the show. Um, myself, I am an Evertonian, and we have always called ourselves the People's Club. Well, everybody, this is the People's Podcast. We are not pundits. We are not journalists. We are the same common dickheads that all of you are. And this should be the people's podcast. We should all work together. We want to hear from you. We want to build this. And and we build this from, from you guys <laughs> listening to the show. And we really do appreciate it. No, Clearly, you, Sam really wants to say something. Do you have a uh, like a little violin sound effect we can do there i think i can find something is that possible so i um besides that no i i want to echo that 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 actually is a brilliant statement i don't want the people's podcast to turn anybody off um we do talk about every single game every single week uh we want all of you listening we are biased we talk a lot of shit but what are you in football for if you can't take it on the chin Right. Uh, and email in and give it right back to us. Seriously. Yeah. We want you to email in and give it right back to us. If Arsenal turns out with a shit performance, I want you to turn up and tell me that my club is absolute garbage and who played the worst out of all of them. So, dufootballshow at gmail.com, at dufootballshow on all the social medias. Talk to us during the game. Send us DMs. Email us. Get involved. We're going to shout you out. Sam's taken the time over the last few weeks uh, to reach out to a lot of the Everton supporters groups across the United States. I've uh, had a little bit of time because I had some plumbing issues uh, to reach out to a couple of Arsenal supporter groups. And the Asheville Armory, uh, namely, uh, namely, has reached out back to me. um, And they're going to check us out as well. So thank you, Asheville, North Carolina, for that. I really appreciate it. All of the Everton supporters groups that have been checking us out and have given Sam the platform uh, to pimp our show a bit. We really appreciate all you guys as well. I know there's a ton of them, too many to mention, um, but really appreciate it. Um, and just, th- we're here for a good time. We are the bar that you're bantering at. Yep. So send us emails and get involved because it ain't a bar with just two people. Exactly. So, boys and girls, till next week. Take care. Cheers, guys. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D or Double G. But I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. Sub hoes down while you motherfuckers bounce to this. Laid back.
Oh, that's funny. Good job there, professional. He just tapped it and the whole damn thing fell apart. First, I'd like to say, my balls. Second, I'd like to say, my balls. <laughs> That's pretty good.